this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. A weekly podcast talk show about the things that bring us together. Make us happy. Make us whole. Make us human. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. It's 2021. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. Welcome. We are so glad that our voices are in your ears for 2021. Hopefully it's been good so far. It's only the fourth when we're recording this. Nothing terrible has happened yet. I know we're kind of all holding our breath. I know. I know. Where it's like... You know, we just got to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, you know, a whole week into the year. A whole How week. was your new year? What did you do? It was great. How was your New Year's Eve? Because we did the same thing. Basically. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, how did you like your drive through light situation? So we did, in case you missed last week's, Claire and I both went to this light show where you kind of go through this drive through display of lights and it's really cute and they have the lights orchestrated to a a radio channel that's playing Christmas music so it's really cute I thought it was great we drove in it was like no one was there so we got in and like the second we got in like tons of cars came behind us we're like oh my gosh we just missed it but it was so great it was super cute like the lights were fun I loved like the you kind of drive through this like dome of lights it's almost like yeah the tunnel yeah, like a tunnel of lights. It's, it was it's really cool. Fun. I have a feeling that they were probably exactly the same. Yeah. Like set up. Except that, okay, so we went to the one at Waterworld and it was sort of unclear. So Waterworld has two entrances, like a north one and an east one. Mm-hmm. And Google Maps just automatically takes you to the north one. Well, the north entrance was a COVID testing site. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> we like got stuck in this like, I mean... Have you if you've been to like a drive through COVID testing? Oh yeah, it's just yeah. Like we have cones, them in our business, yeah. Just like a yeah. maze of cones so and lines. So you can't get through, yeah. So you can't get through. So we had to spend like five minutes or more than that, like just like navigating this COVID testing. And as we were pulling it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so funny! It looks like a COVID testing site." And I was like, "This is a COVID testing site." <laughs> like, we went to the, the wrong side of the parking lot because like. You you know, it just looked like, oh, there were cars lining up and like the lights were right there. For sure. But we, we couldn't tell that the lights yeah, were sort of like, like on the other side. How many people have done that? How many right. people have done that? A thousand million. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's like, like, because like when we got up to the front and the guy, you know, we got to the guy and we were like, we're sorry, we're here for the lights. Like the, the 10 cars in front of us had done the same thing. He's like, all right, go there, turn around. <laughs> And like, they, it just wasn't well marked. So you're anyway, like, you're like, this was not on the ticket. My COVID right, this test was not, was on the not ticket. on the ticket, a COVID test while you're going into the light show. Exactly. So um, we kind of got into the right COVID testing line accidentally, but it was really fun. I mean, it was like perfect. Brandon had Miles sit in his lap while he drove because, you know, you're going like you're three going, miles an yeah, hour around so this slow, like yeah. cone thing. And then Evie sat in the front with Maxine and I just like did the mom thing where I just sort of like sat in the back like by myself, but it was fine. But it was, it was cute. It was like the perfect amount of commitment for a New Year's Eve activity with two kids. Like, you don't even have to get out of the car. Yeah, it was was great. I loved it. I thought it was a cute Mm -hmm. thing to do on New Year's Eve because it didn't take that long. It's not like you're sitting forever. It's not like it took very long to drive through. And at the end we went and picked up some food and then we hung out with the dogs and watched a movie and... You yeah, know, called it called it a night. Went to bed. We went to bed early, but then we woke up at midnight because there were fireworks and JT does not like fireworks. So we actually were awake on New Year's. Only <laughs> actually midnight. We didn't stay but up. We just purpose. woke up at midnight. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, we stayed up 
We watched the new Wonder Woman. Yeah, how'd you like it? It was fine. I like. Is it what I, liked, I is it what I said? Where you were kind of like it was a it was a lot of action, a lot of pretty people, but yeah, you like life changing. I liked the first one a lot better. I felt like so the plot I. was a lot more interesting. The like yeah. villain was a lot more interesting. This one was like, eh, it was fine. Well, not my favorite superhero movie. What did you think about Kristen Wiig being? A I mean, villain? I love her. Yeah, but I felt like her character was just kind of like it was. She wasn't as the way the movie was marketed. They marketed it as if she was like the bad guy. Yeah. She really wasn't. Yeah. The other guy, the wish yeah. guy was the bad guy. Yeah, the other guy was the bad guy, but she was kind of like this I mean, she kind of was just like, yeah, she just sort of had this anti-hero journey, but it was just not, you know, they had like one really short fight scene. Right, was which was weird because it kind of came out of nowhere. Like yeah. Scott and I were both like, wait a minute, how did she get that costume on? And then like, how did she all of a sudden turn into this cat? Like, <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, it was so... I mean, that part I was kind of like, okay, I thought that you, that she was going to be a little more, a little more prominent of yeah. like a evil mastermind rather sure. than just sort of this like kid who is made fun of in high school and right. grows up to want to be a cheetah girl. <laughs> okay. So how was your Christmas? Did you get any good gifts? Didn't we already talk about Christmas on the last one? No, we didn't talk about gifts, did we? Brandon got me a necklace from my favorite jeweler. Her, her name is Claire Summers Buck. She's out of Austin. And I have like five necklaces from her. I love her stuff. She just like is very cute and simplistic and sort of like a lot of metal work. And, but like very kind of simple, like minimalist, I would call it, but yeah. really pretty. So I got a cute necklace and some mugs. I always love a good mug. Always love a good mug. I really do. Like people, you know, people are like, oh, I got another like scarf or whatever. Like I really love mugs so yeah. much. And then my big thing is that Brandon and Maxine redecorated and like cleaned out our basement guest room. So now I have an, a home office, which I've just been working in my bedroom for the last 10 months. Yeah. So, and they like, Maxine painted this really cute mural and they like did this whole thing. So it's been nice. I'm sitting in here right now. It feels yeah, so nice to like, have my great. own little space. It's a nice background for all your calls. I know. Well, and the honestly, like I was thinking about this, like, I mean, ever since Brandon and I moved in together, which was in 2011, I guess that we moved in together uh -huh. since before then, really since, since I like left college, I've never had my own. Cause even like in the interim in between when I lived with Brandon, I guess I had my own room one time. Time, but I like even lived in a shared room. I haven't had my own room in a house. Oh, at all. Like yeah. I haven't had an office. Brandon and I have always shared a room. Like we've not, you know, if if we've had an extra room, it was always like Brandon's office because he was in school. Right. Like I've never had as an adult my own space in a house. Right. And so this feels really cool to be like this is like my space, my room. Like it's decorated for me, and I yeah. can like, keep my stuff in here. And I mean, obviously, like I have a bedroom, but I share with Brandon, and you know, our bedroom's really pretty small. So. It's really, it feels good to be like, look at my cute little room. I love it. I know. You're like, this is my room. Let me show yeah. you my toys. Exactly. I'm going to like hang out in here and like, you know, play ball madness or something. <laughs> I also want to say, I also want to say happy anniversary. Oh yeah. Today's our seventh <laughs> anniversary. And January I had to 4th. go, I had to go down like a little memory lane this morning because I was like, oh my gosh, I totally remember being at Beth's house and you trying on two wedding dresses and you were just oh, like, yeah. oh, I <laughs> Like, yep. which one should I wear? I totally remember that. And then I just remember driving to your wedding and it was so snowy and we had it to drive was a so slow. Yeah. It yep. was, I mean, when I say blizzard, it was a blizzard. Like we had to drive yes. so slow up to Boulder, like barely could park and like get out without like, you know, my high heels just like stuck oh, in the snow. I mean for me, it was like this magical, beautiful, like snow globe for everyone else. Oh. They're like, I can't believe you made me drive to Boulder. <laughs> 
in the middle of like the biggest freaking blizzard of the year. Yeah, when everyone got in, we're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I made it. Everyone was just so excited. And then you, I remember your dress almost like caught fire on the candles on the ground. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that then a hot happened. chocolate bar. Like all these. Yeah. Yes. Instead of a wedding cake, we had a hot chocolate bar. So yeah. Good. It was memorable. You know, I, it feels like it was not that long ago, but also like it was like a really, really, really yeah. long time ago. So yeah, we got married on 1414. So that's easy to remember. So yeah. So <laughs> the seventh anniversary um, is the copper and wool anniversary. Oh, okay. But normally we don't really do big anniversary gifts because like we just had Christmas. Mm, yeah. So it feels a little redundant to be sure. like, and here's the anniversary present. I think I don't think I got him anything last year. I definitely didn't get him anything this year. But we are going to go this weekend and stay at the St. Julian in Boulder, oh, which is like so this pretty. really fancy hotel. And we're just going to spend the night there this weekend and sit in our hotel room, eat sushi and watch That's TV. That's so great. That's and, so great. Really I also want to know people out there who have birthdays really close to Christmas, like how you handle it. Because everyone I know, all of my friends that have birthdays, like one of my best friends has a birthday on the 28th. And mm-hmm. I always make sure to send her a birthday present, like completely separate from a Christmas present because I'm just like I know it just must suck to be like well it's just Christmas and birthday combined like well you just- totally <laughs> This is your Christmas and birthday present. Like you must always feel like everybody just combines your birthday together. I want to hear some like sob stories from people or if you have like a good like, hey, this is how I've always done it. Or like I feel like sometimes your family like you did for your do for your friend. Like I have friends who have kids whose birthdays are like right around Christmas and they mm-hmm. go way out of their way to like make this huge deal with their birthday. Yeah. Probably more so than they would at another time of year. So maybe it kind of like turns you in know. your favor, like works yeah. in your favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So I want to give... I want to give you guys a quick update because so many people have been really kind about just being like, this is really helpful. So my purpose in sharing is not to be like droning on and on about all the stuff going on with my health, but more to help you guys if you're going through something similar or if you're just like not sure what to do when you're experiencing something like this. So recently I had, I can't even remember the last time I updated you guys, but I think um, I had seen my naturopath a couple times and um, some of the blood work that came back from one of the many blood tests I've done was still high for my liver. Like they wanted to recheck my liver and they were like, your liver is still high. But my liver has dropped. I'm going to just really simplify it because there's these two panels that they look at, but they both have dropped like 100 points since the beginning of November, which is huge. It's still high, like it's still over the minimum, but they were like, oh, we just want to do an ultrasound because your liver is still not looking good. So that's when I went and got this ultrasound and that came back and they were like, well, you have this, they call it a starry sky. I don't really know what that means other than it's supposedly just like inflammation of your liver, but you're liver looks inflamed and they call it a starry sky on the ultrasound. So I was like, oh, great. So that day I was so frustrated because they're like, well, we're going to order more blood tests. And I, w- I was like about to hit the fan. I'm like, you want me to do another blood test? Like I've done right. probably 10 in the past month. My arms can't take it anymore. And so I was like, oh my gosh. So I just remember that day when she's like, my primary care doctor is awesome. I love her. She's like super supportive. She knows me. She knows that I'm like freaked out by all this. And she's like, I ran your ultrasound by one of the GI docs. And I work I work for Kaiser. And so I have Kaiser insurance and it's all integrated. So everything is like, they can just email a GI doc the same day. Like they all work together, which is great. And it's really beneficial because everything happens so fast. Like you don't have to wait to like schedule with a GI or schedule with- Right, OBG, you don't have to you know? wait for them to like you don't get have your to, insurance yeah, approval through exactly. the scheduler and the whole like, thing, right? That's like the huge benefit of like mm-hmm. working for them and having this insurance. So she's like, I just ran it by one of our GI docs and he said- he highly recommends that you do not do naturopathic medicine and that you just go the Western route. 
And which is the Western route is just kill your thyroid oh yeah, let me, and take. Yes. Right. Let me back up really quick because I can't remember if I told you guys this, but when I met with an endocrinologist who was the one who interpreted my uh, blood tests. Was that the first thing that I had? Oh, no, no, no. My scan when I scanned my thyroid. So she interpreted the scan, the thyroid scan and all my tests. And she said, when I first met with her, she was like, you're not a candidate. There's three treatments you can have for hyperthyroidism. One is medication. One is iodine radiation. And one is to remove your thyroid. I'm not a candidate for medication or removal because my liver labs are not good. And so the medication is going to harm your liver. And the the surgery, they're like, no one's going to put you under anesthesia with bad liver labs. So she's like, so really your only option is iodine radiation. And she really encouraged that, obviously. She was like, I don't think you should be doing it. She said, no, I've never seen someone be helped by naturopathic medicine for Graves' disease. And I was like... I just held my breath and I'm like, okay. I mean, I know they come from such a good place. I know it. And they want to like give you all the information as possible. But I just, the thought of zapping my thyroid and having to be on medication for the rest of my life is terrifying to me. So I told my primary care physician this and she was like, I totally get it. I totally understand. Mm -hmm. And again, this is the doctor who's known me since I've worked at Kaiser for six and a half years. Like she knows me through this whole time. And so this GI doc was like just looking at my labs and saying she should just go the Western route, aka zap your thyroid. I was like, absolutely not. Like here, I want to just put a caveat to that. I am not, I'm obviously not against Western medicine. Like I work for Western medicine, but I just was so, from my experience, not like personal to any of these doctors, but my, my personal experience was like, okay, so you don't even know me and you just looked at a lab and I get that that's what you're trained to do is to like look at something and be like, wow, that's not good. She needs to go Western. But to not even say, sure, let her try this for six to eight months. But Mm -hmm. instead to be like, she needs to stop doing naturopathic medicine. Just, I mean, I know in my heart, I'm going to keep doing naturopathic medicine because it's working. (laughs) But to hear from a doctor, like I, I was just so, I was upset. And I was just like, I know in my heart that like I can get myself better, but to hear a medical professional just like poo pooing your approach, I'm like, I don't think he even knows what I'm doing. And does he even know that my naturopath has a medical degree? Like she went to med mm-hmm. school. Right. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not seeing someone who's like rubbing crystals on me and like burning sage. Like I'm going to a doctor and you don't understand the approach that she's taking. Like, how dare you just make a call that's something that I have to live with for the rest of my life. And so that's been kind of a roller coaster because, I mean, truly, anytime I talk to one of these doctors, I just email everything to my naturopath. And I'm like, right. just, you know, this is what they're saying. And she's like, that's fine. You know, I totally like, it's just not in their paradigm. They don't understand. I get that all the time. Like, we're going to stay the course. Like, they don't see or want to talk to me about how my symptoms have improved. Like, my appetite is up. I'm eating all the time. My sleep is way better. I don't have the shakes anymore. My liver labs dropped 100 points. Like, mind you, that has happened in five to six weeks. Like, they're not looking right. at that. They're just like, nope. And I think that that's the thing. The biggest thing you keep saying is like, listen, I'm not opposed to Western medicine I'm not anti-Western medicine, but I'm anti... I'm just anti this this killing of my thyroid. Well, I don't yeah, do it. it's like I'm just... You're, you're just anti that being plan A. Yeah, I'm anti that being plan A. And that's fine, you know, and it's like you're not in a position where you are... You know, it's not life or death that you get this resolve within the next two or three days. No. Like... You know, I think that's that a lot of people, I mean, we, I think we talked about this last time a little bit, like, you know, like the people like Brandon work with, you know, that Brandon works with at his job, like, as you guys know, Brandon's nurse, he used to work on the telemetry unit, he now works in the OR, and the hospital that he works at is the only hospital in our town that really accepts 
Medicare and Medicaid. So he gets a lot of people who, you know, wouldn't necessarily haven't had potentially the best access to healthcare and education throughout their lives. And, you know, say what you will about people and and their, their own personal choices. But like, for the most part, a lot of these people are dealing with lifelong access issues to, you know, the types of things that a lot of us take for granted. Right. And so a lot of them are in really, really poor health. And I talk to him a lot about the people that he sees who are like, they are really within a couple of days or a couple of weeks, if, you know, a couple months at the most of like irreversible damage that is going to be life threatening. Mm-hmm. And more than that, they are not necessarily in a position, whether that be just with their lifestyle or financially or their living situation or their mental capacity to take on lifestyle changes. Right. And so right. those are the types of people who it's like, yeah, let's give them that that medication Absolutely. fix where they just have to take the pill for the rest of their lives. Absolutely. And, you know, let's not burden them with these totally. additional issues and additional expenses yeah. and things. Yeah, exactly. And so like that, you know, is a, is an, a great and important option for a lot, if not honestly, most people. Most people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and that's not speaking down about those people whatsoever, no, 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 but no. just that like the the average person that a doctor sees with your type of labs is the type of person who like, you know, not to like overstate the like severity of Joy's labs, but like after showing them to Brandon, Brandon was like, yeah, I've seen worse labs than this, but like with people who are in inpatient hospital care, mm-hmm. like Joy's, you know, like, so the majority of people who have this type of condition are not, how do I put this? Like, I, I feel like most of your practitioners have probably been surprised, but like, wait a minute, you're so like, quote unquote, healthy. How are these your numbers? Exactly. Exactly. And so, but when you see people with numbers like that, a lot of the time it's like, okay, there's obviously other stuff going on here that like, these are not numbers that are indicative of a healthy lifestyle and therefore a lifestyle change or something, you know, a lifestyle prescription, if you will, is probably not going to be effective for this person. Like, let's give them the drugs because that's what is going to be the best fit for them. Sure. And to what you're saying is like, if they knew you and could see your lifestyle, and we're like, no, actually a lifestyle change and, you know, taking things a little bit slower and trying out a few other options is actually a good fit for this person. So like, let's just give it a shot. You're not, you know, going to collapse in 48 hours if action isn't taken. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing that really made me feel good when I told my primary care physician, I said, you know, with all, all respect, I'm going to keep going with the naturopath and I so appreciate your help. Like I'll keep in touch. We're going to get a couple, we're going to get labs retested in, in February. So like, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you in a couple months. And she wrote me back and she was like, Joy, I, I know you. And I would tell you if you, if I thought you were making the wrong choice, like kind of, right. like a, which I thought was so cool. Cause like, again, she knows me, she knows how determined I am and committed I am. When I talked to Dr. Cook, my naturopath, she was like very clear in our first visit that if you're not committed to lifestyle change, I can't help you. I'm not going to take you as a patient. Like Mm -hmm. naturopathic medicine is definitely the slower and harder way to go. Definitely the slower and harder way to go. But I see that as like long term, I want to be able to look back in a year and be like, I'm so glad I put in the time and the work instead Mm -hmm. of going the route of, of zapping my thyroid. And in like 10 to 15 years from now, having like horrible side effects from that, like who knows? what could happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to go that route. And I know a lot of women out there have gone that route and maybe it's worked for you. I just, like you said, Claire, I don't want that to be my plan A. And I'm so committed to not having it be my plan A. So that's kind of the Mm -hmm. update. I, you know, I just, I think the hardest part for me right now is kind of take, like, that's why I kind of woke up on January 1st and I was like, you know what? I really want to focus this year on one day at a time because I cannot think about the future. I can't think about, well, what if in eight months this doesn't work? Like, I just can't do that to myself. Like, we 
were talking about last episode, we're like, even if we think 2021 is going to be so much better than 2020, like, let us just believe this for today. And so that's kind of where I'm at is like, just, yeah, just for today. Like objectively, I feel good. I I've think been going it's really encouraging that your numbers are improving. And that's the other thing is it's not like the needle isn't moving. Right. Yeah. And my doctor was like, because my liver labs have really improved. My thyroid has stayed exactly the same. But she said, Joy, this is the naturopath. She said, the liver is a very resilient organ. It will always respond first. And then mm-hmm. she's like, the thyroid just takes a little bit more time to catch up. But you know, she's treating everything. And I think that's what I feel different. I feel better, like taking out the dairy and the fruit sugar mm-hmm. combo and all that. So I'm going to stay the course. But thank you guys so much for uh, sending in your support and stories. I love hearing from you about anything that's going on with you health wise. Just I feel like knowing that there's other people out there going through stuff um, is really encouraging. So please feel free to just email me and be like, Hey, I'm going through the same thing because, or even just like, I feel like everybody who's emailed to say like, Hey, you know, I have hype, hypothyroidism or Lyme or, you know, whatever the situation may be where we've gotten a lot of great DMS from people who were like, yeah, this is what they told me for my Crohn's disease. Like that I could only take this medication that had all these side effects, but I was able to manage it through, you know, with a naturopath and under the still supervision of my physician. And, I know. And I think about like, we talked about this a little bit last or recently. I kind of think about, you know, like the people who had the the reaction to my home birth where it was like, they didn't know really what like a true modern, like home birth, you know, attended by midwives in a, you know, like really looked like it was like they, you know, like my in-laws who were like, you know, once I explained it to them, they were on board. But at first, you know, when you heard home birth, it was like, you're going to give birth in a drum circle. (laughs) And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what that means. You know, and so I think it's just um, that perception of naturopaths and and of natural medicine. And it's not familiar to them. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we've lost listeners or a listener who like got so mad that you had a home birth that she was like so offended that she stopped listening. It's like, and like spammed us for weeks. Spammed us. Yeah. And I just feel like this is something that is such a personal choice. You really cannot judge someone else's journey and, you know, I just encourage people who maybe disagree. It's like, I'm not, you don't need to agree. You don't need to agree. (laughs) You absolutely do not need to agree. We are not asking even for you. I'm not even, I am not requesting feedback. Um, (laughs) Which that's something from what's her name, Melissa Hardwig. I guess she said that all the time um, on her Instagram page. And someone messaged me when people are just kind of, I mean, it was starting, it wasn't a lot, but I was just like, oh, my heart can't handle this. You guys, I'm very sensitive to this stuff. So any, any shred of negativity sends me over the edge. Like I can't take it. So I just remember being like, someone said, oh, you, you should be like Melissa Hardwig and be like, you're not, I'm not requesting feedback. So that's like my tagline right now. It's like, anytime I talk about my health, not requesting feedback. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Let's talk about Blue Blocks. It's a new year. New year. You new you. Same great sponsor. <laughs> we love Blue Blocks. We love their glasses. B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is JOY. Get yourself some blue light blocking glasses. They have so many great frames. I love all their styles. They've also had some really good sales recently. Not mm-hmm. saying to not use our um, discount code, but go but sign up for their newsletter. Yeah. If you're not ready to like take the plunge right now, maybe at least just go sign up for their newsletter and get on their mailing list because they had some really good deals over the holidays and they tend to have some good sales. So, you know, just keep an eye out. Ha ha ha. Vision pun. Get it. <laughs> They have all different types of lenses, lenses that are better for daytime, lenses that are better for nighttime. You can have prescription lenses put in. You can send in your own frames if you're really just like love your frames and don't want new ones if you really just can't part with them. And as a reminder, they're based in Australia. So, you know, you're not going to get two day shipping, but 
you really get what you pay for. We love this brand. We would not be referring you still to this like Australian expensive blue light blocking glasses brand if we didn't truly think that their product is amazing and we didn't love the company. They're such good people. They're such good people. And as a reminder, when you purchase a pair of blue blocks glasses, they will donate a pair of glasses to someone in need through their nonprofit partner. So go to blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is JOY. Thank you for supporting the sponsors who support our podcast. And just a quick note, I'm on their website right now, and I am digging the Melissa computer glasses. They're so Ooh. cute. There's a lot of really cool styles on here. And I'm looking for like a new pair of computer glasses myself. So I'm digging the Galaxy computer glasses and the Melissa computer glasses. Just a hot tip from Joy. Joy's hot product tip. corner. Okay. So <laughs> la- last week, we had a question yes. for you to submit some voice memos. And the sound was great, you guys. So what was the question, Claire? <laughs> okay. So the question last week was a very random. And it was, what so beauty tip or personal care tip have you subconsciously consciously internalized that was like from a magazine in the 90s I have one I'm just laughing because I just remembered one (laughs) that you maybe like didn't even realize that you were still holding on to and now thinking about it you're like this can't be right we got some really great hilarious answers yeah did you just think of one for yourself I just thought of one and it was the horse mane shampoo did you ever use that oh I know but I can I can I can see it in my mind's eye it's like a white bottle with blue writing and it's just like this Uh is horse mane shampoo it's gonna make your hair so thick and it like you know, shampoo. Because they all want <laughs> horse manes. Okay, the one I want to start with okay. is it just cracked me up so much when I read it. It is from Rosie. And the subject line, which I love, that's why you don't take dermatology advice from your uncle. <laughs> so this is an email. It's so funny. When I was about eight years old, I was in a grocery store and my lips felt really chapped. I wanted chapstick and I'm sure I was whining about it. Finally, my uncle picked up a tiny bit of iceberg lettuce and said, here, press this against your lips as though it was a perfect solution for chapped lips. My eight-year-old brain did not understand that he was just trying to get me to stop whining. Neither did my nine-year-old brain, 10-year-old brain, 11-year-old brain. It wasn't until I was in my 20s sitting in a restaurant pressing some garnish against my lips that I realized that this is bogus advice. (laughs) I thought that was hysterical because it's like... I can I just see that. Like when I was a kid, this isn't dermatology or this isn't like personal care advice, but my older brothers told me so much, so many lies just to get oh, me to stop so many lies. whining yeah. that I didn't like think about. Like they told me that squirrel tails were poisonous <laughs> because I wanted to touch a squirrel's tail so bad. And they're like, you can't, they're poisonous. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And finally, when I was in like high school, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's so good. So McKenna McKenna wrote in and said, random beauty hack. Hey, Joanne Claire, love this question today. Reminded me of looking through all the old magazines, taking quizzes and fighting over who got, who got what poster of said cute boy with all my girlfriends. Oh my God. 17 magazine for sure. Like I remember in (laughs) junior high, I had Baltazar Getty. If anybody knows who Baltazar Getty is, I'm going to be so happy because the, um, I think it was like that movie. Oh my gosh. It's going to drive me nuts with like Baltasar Getty, they had magazines with like all your favorite heartthrobs. Oh my gosh, like Tiger Beat or whatever. Oh my yeah. gosh. And the posters were amazing. Like, I mean, you amazing. only bought it for the posters. Let's be Totally. Honest. Like, and when I was eight years old, I had my house plastered, plastered with Madonna. Plastered. Oh, okay. That's amazing. So Baltasar Getty was in um, Young Guns, which was like oh, sure. okay. the hottest of the hot movie with Kiefer Sutherland, Emilio Estevez, Estevez, Lou Diamond Phillips. Like, I remember me and my little girlfriends would be like, <laughs> Emilio Estevez is my boyfriend. Yes. Kiefer Sutherland is my boyfriend. And I, and I was like, <laughs> okay, fine, I'll get Baltasar Getty. And I like didn't even know who he was, but I just wanted a boyfriend. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, sorry, I just okay. had to go on that. Like, sorry, back gadget. to the email. Okay, um, one that she still does to this day, one that I still do to this day. This is the email: is I brush my teeth both in the morning and night before I wash my face. Apparently, this is to prevent you from getting chin acne. Have no idea if it's true, but don't think I will break this habit anytime soon. <sighs> Uh, one that I do not nor have ever done, but was in a lot of magazines still makes me cringe at the thought that there were young girls who did this and really hope karma caught up to whoever, whoever spread this. I remember reading that it was amazing for your skin acne, glow, aging, you name it, to wash your face with your pee, specifically <laughs> your morning pee as it is the most pure. Also thought I would see if I could dig up an old article, but apparently this is still a thing. And she sent an article oh like what? No. That can't be right. So please, funny. no one do that. If you have ever read that, that if you have ever washed true. your hair, washed your face with pee, please report back and let us know how how it went. Is it really true though that when you pee on a jellyfish sting that it, it helps? Because I just saw that from a friend's episode, and I still think it's funny. I have no idea. Someone who knows the truth, please tell us. Okay, I know. <laughs> I have heard that though. Okay, this next one is a voicemail from Amelia. Hi, Joy and Claire. This is Amy in Maine. And I was just thinking of a weird, like, skincare thing that, not skincare is probably not the right word, thing that I do, though, that I have no idea where I got. But basically, whenever I get, like, a pimple on my face or something, I put toothpaste on it. And specifically, the, like, original crest with, like, the red stripe on it, that's, like, an opaque, light green color, like, mint green. That specific toothpaste I use as, um, yeah, pimple treatment. I don't know why. I've always, I've done it for years, and I forget where I got it. I swear it works, I think. I feel like it does. That was (laughs) my weird skincare thing, so I thought it was funny. Thanks for podcasting. Love you guys. That's so okay, funny. I've totally heard that. that. It's like, it like dries it out. Or yes, it totally right? dries it out. Yeah. yeah. And I know exactly that toothpaste. It totally I reminds do too. me of like yep. the 90s. Uh-huh. It's oh, yes. so great. That is a good one. I'm sure a lot of people do that one. Okay, this one is from Carrie. And she said, this is weird, but seems to work. And her voice memo is so great. Hi, Joy and Claire. My name is Kari, and I've been a listener for about five years. The weird beauty tip I got, I received when I was about 13 years old. My mom's friend was a Mary Kay sales consultant, and my mom purchased skincare for my sister and I. We're three years apart. My mom's friend told us to always apply our face products in an upward motion to prevent wrinkles and to use eye creams from the outside in to prevent wrinkling around the eyes. I've done that ever since then. Now I'm 40, my sister is 37, and my brother is 26. Last fall at my brother's wedding, someone asked how much younger my sister and I were than him. So there must be a little bit of truth to it. Thanks and have a great day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How many of our... I feel like everyone out there had like a friend's mom who sold Mary Kay. Yep. Who was like the first person who ever showed you how to put on makeup. Oh, totally. Mine was mm-hmm. Avon though. We had Avon lady totally. in our neighborhood and I loved their mascara. It was so great. <gasps> Avon was so fun. I loved going through the magazines and like looking at all the makeup. <sighs> so great. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for the makeup tips. But uh, did you have any funny ones, other ones that you thought of? I like the upward motion. I've totally yes. thought about that. Like put moisturizer on when you're upwards. And upward like motion. that does not work for me. I need to get better about just like moisturizing in general. I never, I hate the feeling of lotion. I never wear it and I really need to because I'm You're just acclimated. You're acclimated to Colorado. Like when I I first moved here, I thought Arizona was dry. No, 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 no. You don't know dry. You do not know dry until you've been in Colorado. I know. (laughs) It's so dry here. I know. I I mean, I don't know because I've never lived anywhere else, but... (laughs) 
but no, those are all my those are all my beauty tips. Hot tips. I love it though. Okay, so the question for next week, this is another random one, but we want to know, and I really hope we get some good ones here. Please tell us about your 15 minutes of fame. Oh, please. Yes. I can't wait to hear these these answers. Just like Just your moment in the spotlight. Let it rip. Try to keep it short. Keep the um, audio quality good. Keep it a little bit short. Write it down if you need to. Yep. Practice it a little bit. Rehearse it a little bit. But guys, I can't wait to hear about you know the know. time you got pulled on stage yep. at like a Guns N' Roses concert. Like I don't care what it is. <laughs> I, really I need to know. What is your 15 minutes of fame? Or maybe it's your How partner. Did it happen? Or maybe it's your, your partner. partner. Yeah. Yeah. Just like some, you or your best friend or your partner or whatever yeah. that like had this unbelievable 15 minutes of fame. You know, if you were on the news and you got interviewed because like somebody, you know, broke into your dorm room or something. I don't know. I want to know what it is. I'm trying to think what mine is. I'll have to think of it for next week. Oh, that's great. That's I so mean, great. I feel like this podcast is like 15 minutes. Yeah. But <laughs> Do you want to tell anyone else about like all the Insta stories questions you're doing? So I've just been asking a lot of questions on stories just about like social media and how you guys consume Joy and Claire. We are really trying in 2021 to get maybe not completely off social media. Originally, our plan was like, we want to be off social media. The more I'm learning about it, the more I'm like, okay, maybe like there is a time and place for a little yeah, bit of social media. For sure. But we really want to find better ways to more intentionally connect with you guys yeah, and like those an who want approach. to intentionally connect. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, scrolling is good and fine, but like you don't go I most likely onto Instagram to be like, oh, let me see what Joanne Claire up to. It's like you just sort of incidentally see our you stuff. Kind of like, yeah, passively. Which is fine. Like us, yeah. brain breaks are important. That's what social media is really for. But like we want to find other other places where we can connect with you guys in a true way that's like a two-way connection and not just us like putting up random stuff on the internet right. and on social media you know because we do have some great some great interactions that happen on instagram but for the most part it's just you know kind of like howling into the void so we are considering a patreon we're considering you know revamping our newsletter we're considering up like kind of revamping our website and having more of a blog component any or all of those things, if you follow somebody or do something or have a podcast or anything that you, that love you and like really love are engaged yeah. and feel connected with through something like that, you know, we have this Facebook group that we talk about sometimes. It's kind of like ebbs and flows in its activity lately. Probably Mostly because we year. haven't really, we don't have like a purpose for it. Like it right. kind of just defaulted from like one of the health challenges we did way back in the day and we just kind of kept it. Yeah, right. And it's like, you know, if somebody has a question, they kind of go in there and, in there and ask it, but it has been yeah. super active for like the past year or so yeah and so you know if you have any great ideas or if you you see, have something else out there that you love that's another community that you feel like might work for this community we would love to hear your your yeah. advice because like of course we have ideas but we want to know what you guys want yep. and it's not worth it for us to just do what we want like right the like what point you here loved? is for it to be for you guys yes. so you know if you have any ideas please let us know i just love the girl who dm'd us and was like i'll give you my life savings for you guys to go through the entire British Bake Off series. And I was like, I mean, that was our plan already. I love so hard. I was like, wow, I'm so glad you liked it. (laughs) I I accept. I mean, I accept. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. That is so funny. Uh, kidding, not great. kidding. Okay. All right. So thank you guys for spending another week with us. Don't forget to support Blue Box, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is JOY. Send us your voice memos. Send us your recommendations. You know, just drop us a line. Say hi. Yeah, say hello. Welcome to 2021. We're so glad you're here, and we will talk to you next week. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.